Hi, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Rizia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners. And we're just following our dreams, you know, working to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. Welcome to the Supermama Sisterhood. Hello. Hi, Supermamas. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? How's your family trip? I want to know everything about it. Tell me. Go. Oh, I don't know if we have time today to talk about everything about my trip, but the trip went amazing. I did not go to Costa Rica at the end, and we decided to take a road trip that I can... Dude, it was incredible. I think uh, at the end of the day, what I realized was that we were supposed to be spending time together, just us as a family, because we tried to go to Oaxaca too, and it didn't work out. So it was good that we got to spend time just with each other. We drove all the way up to the Avenue of the Giants with the kids. We took a trip in the car. Oh my God, so much. So where did you, what car did you get? Did you get like an RV? Were you in your minivan? What happened? I did not get an RV. I actually rented a car and we were going to go for an SUV, but then decided to move it up to a little bit bigger, which was the best, the right, the best move because we spent so much time in the car. We didn't, we thought we were, we didn't really have an end point. We wanted to make it We thought we were going to make it to Oregon to see you sign books because I don't know why we thought that. Uh, But then (laughs) we realized that, you know, we're like, we'll make it. Why not? It's just, like, it's a big deal. So we thought we were going to make it, but we didn't. And it's fine. Not a big deal. Yes. And also, you know, traveling with kids, it's uh, it's not like just traveling by yourself. They want to go pee. They're hungry. They're this Mm -hmm. or that. So we had to be very patient. But it was amazing. We went to nature. We got into a river. We got into two rivers. We went into the ocean. We went to the forest. We saw the giant trees. We saw deer. We saw animals. It was amazing. And I think the most amazing thing from the whole experience was just listening to my kids say things like, this was my dream all my life. Being here was in my dreams my whole life. Or mom, this is such a dream come true. Like I always dream of being in nature, mom. Like I didn't even know this existed. And so it was amazing. It was, ah, man, it was fulfilling. It was amazing. It was very humbling to be in a forest with giant trees because sometimes we think we're the shit, but we're not. Honestly, like when you're right next to those things, you're like, I ain't shit. I am not anything like I might, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, we're so small. We're so small. And we're, you know, we're thinking we're, we're like the center of the, the world. world. We're just a speck in the world. We are. We really are. And it was, so it was, was incredible. That's exactly what we were talking about with Paola. Like, why do you care what people think about you? Like, at the end of the day, no one's caring about anyone else but themselves. So yeah, you just go live your life. <laughs> you go live your life. You do you. You go spend time outside. Go spend yeah. time outside. Honestly, go spend time outside. Go see what, go see other things. I, I mean, we were in places we have, obviously we've never been and we are super excited about just keep exploring and going. And I love my kids. Yeah. My kids are in such a perfect, it's such a perfect age because they are very independent. They still want to eat all day long and stuff like that. But they are so independent that it was easy for us to do this. It, I was, you know, they were fighting and stuff, but I, after, after a while, they just got into a really good dynamic and we were driving, uh, shout out to my husband. Cause he drove all the way 
what we did was we rented a car here in LA and we drove all the way to almost Eureka, California. Then we drove back to San Francisco and then we took a flight back to, from San Francisco, which was the best thing ever. I ate some amazing stuff, dude. Like, ugh. Tell me everything. I We stayed in Mendocino, in Mendocino, uh. I was going to say Mendocino Farms, Mendocino County, which I want to buy a house there, by the way. Put it out there in you the will. universe. You will. I want a house there. And we went to all the local places. Just, you know, to, they have, dude, I ate the most amazing lobster roll ever. Like it, it had like chunks of lobster, you know, it was incredible. My kids love seafood now. They absolutely love seafood and they were eating lobster. You know, they were eating crab legs. They were eating fish. We had chowder How up long and was down your the drive? coast. We went for five days. We drove for five days. We drove for five days. And on the sixth day, we went, we came back. Oh, nice. So we went from here. Our first stop, we went to Hearst Castle and Cambria, California. Then mm-hmm. we went to see the seals. If you haven't been to see the seals, you guys have mm. to go see the seals. We did that. We did that with my kid um, earlier this year with his class uh, when we went to oh, camping. Oh, yeah. yeah. We went it seal watching. It amazing. Beautiful. So amazing. pretty. With all the huge elephant seals are there sleeping on top of each other. And the babies. Yes. We stayed there that day. And the next day we drove up to Monterey Bay. We went to oh, Big Sur. So we went to hiking. We went to the waterfalls. We got into the river. We went to the beach. We ate in Carmel. Amazing. Amazing food. I found Ormole there in a store. I love it was that. so crazy because I saw it was like it's called Chocolatl. And I was like, huh, that looks interesting. And I went into the store and I was like, oh, I love it. You guys have a bunch of chocolate. And turn around and Ormole was there. And I was like, yay. Random. They told me they love it. So if you were near Carmel, go find Ormole there. And then that night we were there. Then we drove to San Francisco. The third day we spent in San Francisco, we did the Lombard Street. We went to eat at Big Mama's. Remember that place we used to eat when we were kids? Mm-hmm. Like it was a breakfast place. Anyway, we mm-hmm. went there. We went to the Japanese gardens, which are incredible. Then we went to the Golden Gate. We did the walk in the Golden Gate. Of course, it was freaking freezing. And then we cross over to Sausalito. If you guys haven't been to Sausalito, beautiful, beautiful place. Sausalito, California. We ate there. Then we drove up all the way to Mendocino County. Then the fourth day, we went to Avenue of the Giants, got on the rivers, saw the trees, went into the forest. Amazing experience, humbling experience. And yeah, and then the and then the last day we spent it in Mendocino. So we were there for five days. You know, there was a lot of eating, a lot of stopping, a lot of walking, a lot of hiking, a lot of nature. And it was great. I it was it was amazing. My husband and I got to spend time having conversations and connecting and figuring out life together. And the kids were except Krista, you know, she's a teenager. She was always <laughs> She slept a lot, a lot. Well, she's growing. I mean, yeah. she's growing. That's what growing girls do. She slept and ate a lot. Slept and ate a lot. And we forced her into doing certain things. But at the end of the day, they were happy. They were happy. We met a lot of incredible people. We ate a lot of amazing food. And I didn't really want to come back. <laughs> Plus, it was like 25 degrees cooler than in LA. I mean, that's why I went to Santa Barbara for the day. How was that? So beautiful. Right? I'm like, why don't I do this more often? Like, why am I? It was an hour and 40 minutes. From, it's an hour and 40 minutes from my house. We drove, we drove out at eight in the morning and came back at six. 
and we had the best time. We went to a museum that's called the Moxie that highly recommended if you're in the area or want to go visit. We went to the beach, had great lunch, hung out, had ice cream, and then drove back. Yeah. And it was 75 and LA was 93. So I was like, I'll take it. Yeah. The museum in Santa Barbara, it's the best for the kids. Mm -hmm. It's such a small museum and it's so cute. And I, I love that museum for the kids. But yeah, it's, you know, nature is very healing and a hundred percent, which you know? is where I want to do for my vacation. I want to just go. I just, I'm kind of in this moment in my life where I just want my kids to be outside and it irks do it. me. It do irks it. me when they're inside watching TV. I'm like, I, that's not allowed anymore in my house. Like as of today, there's no more of this. Like we're going to be outside. Yeah. And if we are inside, we're fucking cooking. Choose. We can be outside or we're going to be inside cooking. No more of this. TV. No, I'm telling you, once the kids are out there, they don't need it. They don't need it at all. Looking at the stars, looking for rocks. We brought a bunch of rocks. We we were looking for deer. We were picking up things like it's. That's beautiful. Oh, uh, it was. Oh, it was. I'm so it was happy. exactly what I needed. No, it I was amazing. It. it was amazing. Well, speaking of family and amazingness, who do we have on the show today? <gasps> today in the show, we have our incredible, amazing sister-in-law, Paola Lopez. Look, mira, Paola Lopez, Paulina Lopez. We actually we didn't and even talk birthday. about the fact that we have the same birthday. She's just perfect. She's, a, you know, she's perfect. She's the girl. perfect girl for the perfect guy. Of course, she's for them, then we have girl. the perfect wife. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So this week on the show, we have our sister-in-law Paola, who is gonna come and share what is it like to be with my brother. What is it like to be in this crazy family? What is it like to have two babies within two-year period? She's about to have her second baby. And I just love having a conversation with her. She's amazing. Guys, we love her. That's, you know, my brother, of I course, found the perfect girl. Of course And she's did. amazing. So stay tuned for our Super Mama Picker Tip after the break. And without further ado, here is our interview with Paola Lopez. Hello. Hi. We got a very special guest Hello. today. La Señora de la Casa is here. I'm here. I'm <laughs> nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous. I, I asked Fernando, I said, is there anything that's off limits for the podcast? And he said, nothing's off limits. So <laughs> you're such a great woman. I just want to say like, <laughs> you literally asked him. I was like, is there anything you don't want me to say? And he's like, no, whatever, whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> how long does he take in the bathroom? Right. <laughs> like, how is that even a possible thing? And he has the worst timing. <laughs> that's like every man. Though. Like a child. You mean? But like my brother would be like, yeah, I'm going to go about and like and all of a sudden in the office, like, where did he go? And it's like, oh, bathroom. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah I'll see him in an then, hour. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Like, OK, I'll see you next week, bro. Like, can you just like. It's my life. Hey, that's the only time he gets to relax on his own, <laughs> his thoughts. And it's always as soon as he gets home and the baby's like, dad, bad timing. He has really bad timing. <laughs> I'm like, how long do you spend in the bathroom in your lifetime, Fernando? For that amount of time, like, you could have a second career. You could have already learned a new skill. How do you not know? He, he's probably reading studies in the bathroom. A hundred percent. My brother has a study for everything. Everything is scientifically backed, always. Everything, everything. Oh, my God. You know, we're doing these videos. I don't know if anyone's check out our, like, Instagram feed. Which, by the way, I realized, well, never mind. Punto de parte. So he's like, I need to become a better storyteller. Say, like, Bricia, do you have any tips on how to become a better storyteller? Like, you're really good. I'm like, I don't know. Just do it. And the more you do it, you better you got to do it. Practice? 
And then he's like, he didn't say anything. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah, of course. Tell me why now he's reading like a whole ass book about like the importance of storytelling. It's like, everyone needs to read this book. Everybody. It's all about the story, guys. It's all about the story. I'm <laughs> Tell like, me oh, why there's four story. copies sitting in my living room. Because <laughs> he bought like six copies of the book. <laughs> really? Yeah. I expect to get one in my, uh, in my I have one. It's in my audiobook. I've heard <laughs> all 30 minutes of it. I'm like, I got the gist of it. Beginning, middle, end. <laughs> Found her story. Great. Move on. Oh, I love it. Anyway, Paola, my gosh. Also, the video, how you guys met. Let's talk about how you and my brother met. Uh, how did we meet? So I met your brother eight, nine years ago. We met at my guest house, the backyard. He took the Mita movie to a birthday party. And I went to go ask the DJ for the song. The DJ was Fernando. And then we kind of just <laughs> hit it off that night as friends. Like people will say we were really flirty, but we were just friends. You guys are probably flirty. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I did have a lot to drink that day, I will say. He asked for my number the next day, but someone had told me that he had a girlfriend. So I like immediately was like, no. And then it was until a year after that we saw each other again at one of my sister's birthday He had parties. a girlfriend and asked for your number? Scandalous. <laughs> to, to, to his credit, he says he didn't, but my tias all thought he did. So they were, you know, they were just looking out for me. Listen, there are always thirsties around, Paula. There is all, the thirsties were always around. <laughs> yeah, you just have to live with it, especially with a guy like Fernando, you know? It's just, that's my life. We reconnected a year later. We went on a couple of dates and then I was like, hey, by the way, I'm leaving to New York for two years. And so we kind of just stayed as friends. We we weren't, we didn't date. It was just friends. He would check in every so often. He did visit me in New York once. Where in New York did you live? I lived in Washington Heights. So I went to school in New York. So I lived, I went to Columbia University. So I was living in the medical campus, which is in Washington Heights, which is a super cool area. So he did go visit once. We had a great night. And then I was at school for two years. I came back to LA. He would always ask me like, hey, so what's your plan? Are you coming back to LA? And because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, I wanted to be single in L.A. and live my working girl life. So I didn't want to give him any false hope. <laughs> and I finally had to tell him, like, yeah, I'm going to come back to L.A. And as soon as I came back, he's like, hey, we should go have breakfast. We had a breakfast <laughs> date and then kind of never stopped dating. I want to know about then. this first date you had because my brother has theories on first dates. And I want to know what your first date yeah, was Yeah, like. I want to know if it's true. I want to know if he applies. Which first date? Because we had a couple. I we had know. like our first first date. In your mind, what was your first first date? The first time we started dating, before I moved to New York, he took me to Peruvian food at Los Balcones. Uh -huh. And then we went to Normandy Club after, and we had drinks there. And that's where he went into his array of questions to get to know me. Oh, yes. got it. Okay, I was like, I'm trying to figure out which one he pulled it was on that. <laughs> it was that one. The questions. Okay. It was the, the questions. questions. That was our very, very first date. So then by the time we would like see each other, while I, when I would come home from New York, we already had a friendship. So it was just like meeting up with a friend. So that I would consider that like our first, first date when we first started hanging out. When he got, in, he got all the questions. He I will say he always, the, he always said that you were the ones in the beginning. He did. Since, That's what since, he says. All the time. Yeah. I mean, everyone knew. Everyone knew. And the, there were definitely thirsties around. I never got along with any of the thirsties because <laughs> they were like, these are all just thirsties. Like, why am I getting involved? But he was like, no, this is like the actual one. I was like, okay, cool. I guess I got to be nice to her. <laughs> I guess I gotta be nice. <laughs> Thank you, Brisa, for being Thanks. nice to her. I thought, of course, he'd leave me. He'd leave me before he leaves Paola, so I gotta be careful. And then I, I had to tell your brother, like, because in my mind, like, I always had an idea of how a relationship would work. Because your brother is actually my first, like, official boyfriend. Like, I would date people, but like a boyfriend, boyfriend that I like, introduced to my family, Fernando was the only one. 
So I always told him, like, we need to be together at least a year before you propose. And like the day after we were together for a year, he proposed. Oh, he could it's not about wait. the proposal. So can you please tell about the proposal? It's sure. So we and there's we video. went to, there is video. We went to Valle de Guadalupe for our one year anniversary. And we stayed at this really cool, it was on a vineyard, a really cool inflatable bubble. So you were kind of like glamping. And we were in this really cool inflatable bubble that was clear so you could see the stars. We went out to dinner that night and then we came back and I had, I had fallen asleep and somehow he wakes me up at like two, three in the morning. And he was like, oh, you said you wanted a picture in the middle of the night in the bubble. So he goes out to set up his phone so that he could take a picture, <laughs> which he forgot his passport that for that trip. He forgot the camera, like everything. He was so nervous. He forgot everything. <laughs> so he made do with the cell phone that he had and set it up outside the bubble. And he was like, OK, let's stand on the bed so we can get the cute picture that you want. And then he just goes down on one knee so hard that the whole bed shakes. And I just remember <laughs> I then I kind of like I don't actually remember what he said. I just remember him asking me. I don't even think he said my name. I think he called me babe. I think he said, babe, will you marry me? Because he was so nervous. And so we got engaged a year after officially being together and then married seven months. I think we got married seven months after. You guys were married seven months Seven after? months, yeah. Because we that got engaged fast. in October, married in May. Wow. We were trying to lock it down. I remember going with my brother to pick out your ring. Uh, it's my favorite. I, I love my ring. My You're ring welcome. is... And thank you. I, and and the, the best thing about it is that he didn't ask me like everything was what he thought I would want. And it's like, absolutely. I love my ring. I get a ton of compliments on it. It's my favorite thing I own to date. It's beautiful. Aww. I love it. So thank you. Thank you, Cunada. <laughs> I just want to say credit for shit all the time. Just that, that's just who I am and people on the show know. So there you go. Um, okay. So now you are pregnant with your second and your first Benny is a year and a half ish. Yes. A year and a half. It'll be a year and a half on Thursday. And oh you don't know the sex of your second baby, so I think it's just weird, like blowing people's minds right now. It's like, wait, a year and a half, and she's pregnant, and she's about to be due any minute now. So they're going to be a year and a half apart. They're going to be a year and a half apart, and you don't know the sex of your baby. And I am so, so jealous. And I wish I would have had my kids a year and a half apart. You know what? It's it's. I think part of the reason why we decided to do it so close in age was because. We had a lot of people like, I, you know, I remember Lisa, you talking to us about wishing that your kids were closer in age. I'm very close in age to my sisters. It's really hard to be nine months pregnant with a toddler that needs a lot of attention. Girl. Mm. Which it's like kids always need attention. So I figured it's going to be hard one way or another. But it's just my my body is like ready for this baby to be out. I'm hoping it's any day now. Uh, but Benito's, no, Benito's very excited. He's I I think he knows what's going on to some extent, but I think it also helps that because he is younger. Like Fernando and I were just talking about this morning, we've been moving his clothes around, we've been making changes to the nursery, where I don't think it would it affects him as much now as if he was like a five year old where we're invading of his course. space and he's trying to figure out what's happening. So I think there's there's also that too. Yeah, and there isn't that memory of I remember when it was the three of us like. Yeah. Eddie tells me that all the time. Like, Aww. I miss when it was just the three of us. And I'm like, no, don't do that. You know, because he's a baby. I mean, he's, yeah. a, he's still a child and everything's about him, him, him. And it was, it's difficult when another person enters your world and yeah. you're so young and you can't comprehend it. So it's like Benito's going to grow up not knowing a life before his siblings, which is kind of the life I remember. Like, I don't remember when it was just me and Paulina. I just, my life has always been me and my siblings. And that's Safe. all that's in my mind. And that's so beautiful. And Yes, it's very hard. I'm sure it's hella difficult, but it's going to be hard either way. 
And I wish somebody would have like talked some sense into me. And I wish I would have had already like three children. <laughs> it's the like choosing your hard because you know it's going to be hard regardless. But this is the hard we're choosing. And-, and it'll be over sooner. It'll be over faster. Honestly, I, I, I feel like now that my youngest is five, I'm just like, this is this is so much easier now. You know, it'll it'll be easier, faster. They'll grow up together. They'll have a great relationship. I mean, you have a close relationship with your sisters. Yeah, we're very close. There's four of you. And it's, I love the dynamic. I know there's people always wondering, like, what is it like to have sisters? There's people that don't have sisters. And like, we have sisters and you have sisters. Let's talk about the whole sister situation. Because you have four, you have, there's three, there's, there's four three of you, of all women. Yeah. All girls. Well, three sisters, four girls, all girls. Yeah, we're a very girl heavy house, which is great. It's it's strange because I don't know anything else, right? I never had the brother. I never had the like, you guys have the dynamic with Fernando where you have your sisters and you do your sister thing and then Fernando's there. Like ours is just girls all the time. And it's great. There's a lot of, I would say it's a little competitive. <laughs> you know, how do you not have <laughs> competition with this many girls? But it's also like, I mean, we've always been very close. And I think as we get older, we more consciously make an effort. Like one of the things we started doing after I had Benito, because I needed a little bit of time to myself with other adults was we go on a sister date once a month. So we'll mm. choose a place in LA where we'll go have dinner and it'll just be the four of us. So no boyfriends, no husbands, no kids. And it's really nice because then we get to like figure out what's going on in each other's lives. And I think it's different for me because I, the only one that's married. So I live kind of a little bit more of a separated life than my sisters. They all still live together. They all see each other every day. Catch the Garcia sisters on TikTok. The, yep. Garcia, sisters. the Garcia sisters on TikTok. They, that's where all their content comes from. And so then <laughs> I'm kind of left out. So I have to like make an effort to, to hang out with my sisters. But they're, we're very close. They love Benny. Benny is like their number one thing right now. They're obsessed with my kid, which is great because we have a lot of help. I love it. I love the relationship that you have your sisters and your parents as well. You know, like we we're talking about the Garcia sisters on TikTok. I love that your parents are always, always, always down for whatever. Like I'm always, I, when I look at your at your videos of your sisters and you, I'm like, what hicieron eso? Like, and the mom is like, yeah, let me do it. Like your parents are so She's into down. it. My parents would never. My parents She's would. Your mom is down. down. Your mom is down. She's down. The best part is that both my parents have gone to like their local stores. There's like a, a 99 cent store across the street where my parents live and people have recognized them. They're like, oh, you guys are the, the parents from TikTok. <laughs> oh, they're probably, they probably love it so much. Love it. They love it. Yeah, but my parents are down. Do your parents have their own social media or no? They just go, it's through yours, right? They have where like to see what the tias are doing, but nothing where they're active. It's everything is through my sister's TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I love your videos. Lord. I swear your parents, I'm telling you, your parents are so down. I love you. I love your whole family. I think I just felt like our family grew, you know, with mm-hmm. you guys. And yeah. I just, every time I'm with you guys, I'm always like, oh, this is going to be fun. Regardless of where we are, it's going to be fun because you guys are all so close. There's so many of us and we're all so loud. And so are we, girl. So are I we. I know. So like, it works. On. It like works really well together. It all just feels like one big, bigger family. It's great. I will say like, the I know that you've taken Christmas pictures before, but last year's Christmas picture I sent it to the group chat. And I was like, yo, did you all know Fernando had a different family? <laughs> I was like, what? yo, did y'all here have like a whole ass life? Like, I felt like, you know, I feel like, you know, like that, you know, when like the husband cheats on you and you're like, he has a whole ass family across the country, you know, and like nobody that's, that's knows. That's how you felt? That's how I felt. I was like, oh my gosh, she has like a whole ass other life. And I don't even know about this. What? I thought it was just us. I don't know why. Because when you, 
marry into a family, if you are the husband marries into the wife's family, the husband comes into the wife's family. You know? Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not like usually it's not all, all the way around all the way around. So for us, because it was Paulina, me, Elizabeth, like we welcome the brother-in-laws and we take the photo. It's like everyone comes to her home and it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. So like seeing my brother entering a different family, it was such a trip. I was like, oh my God, he's cheating on us. <laughs> Which is funny because we've been married for four years. I know. It's just our like, photography like- level increased. Yeah, I feel like that photo did it really did it for me because I was like, <gasps> it took on a whole other personality. And over it's there. also because like, it was oh, the first the first holidays where we had our, our kid, right? We, it was the first one where we had our son, and now I think it changes the dynamic. Yeah, he's a, he's a whole he's a whole dad now. He's a whole ass dad. He is. Like, come on, he's a great dad. And you know dad. what? Honestly, like you are, you're an amazing mom. Ever since we, before, before you even had kids and you would interact with our children. Yeah. I was like, damn, this girl's a good mom. She's going to be a good mom. And you are, you're so patient with Benito. He's so good. And I know you actually even decided to stay at home. Like the, you, you made that decision. Dude, that's so brave. That's so amazing. I, I love that you did that. Yeah. It was really hard to decide it. It was hard to commit because when Fernando and I started dating. It was always a thing where we talked about like, it would be kind of nice for me to be a stay-at-home mom. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. And I think that was a big, it had a big impact on our life and how we were raised. And and so I I always kind of wanted that for, for my kids. But then you start your career. You know, I went to grad school. I had my MPH. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm going to leave all this behind and like not make any money to raise my family. And so it took a while for me. So I did end up going back to work. I went back to work when Benito was four months worked for about four months. And then it got to a point where I was like, I'm doing both of these jobs halfway and I, I can't, I'm not comfortable doing this. And so I decided that for me, uh, Benita at the time now with our second, they grow up so fast. And the time is it's so short where it's like, okay, if I take five, six years and I put a pause on my career, I can get that back at some point, somewhere or another, but I'm not going to be able to gain back this time with my kids. And it was was really hard, but I committed. And since I stopped working, I haven't regretted it once. Like I get to do the play dates and the music class and the park dates and do all three meals a day, which is exhausting. But at the same time, I love it all. It's been staying at home. It's it's staying at home. It's so much much work. It's so much work. Like it's never ending. At least when you go to the office, you're like, okay, well, at this time I'm leaving, you know, I'm leaving everything behind and going, but like stayed at home is just continuous, 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 continuous. And then they're and so it's, used it's to you. So like right now, Benito, I mean, I think Benito also senses that the baby's on the way because anytime he needs anything, it's mom. It's like mom 99% of the time. So even when Fernando wants to help, he's like, no, I want my mom. So it's like yeah. a 24 hour job. He wakes up in the middle of the night. It's me. It's a lot. Of course. Uh, it'll, it'll never, it, it, that, that's still till today, girl. That's still like mommy, mommy, mommy. But I, the other day I was on Instagram and I saw this post that someone shared where it said that 70% of the time we're ever going to spend with our children is from age zero to 12. After that, like that's 70% of the whole time you're going to spend with your children from there until 18 years old. That's 90% of the time. And then after they turn 18, that's it. Like that's just the 10%. And I was like, (gasps) Krista is 11. I only have one year. I literally went up to her. I hugged her and I was like, I read this. This is so unfair. I only have one year left with you. And I was like crying. She saw me like, uh, okay, can I go talk to my <laughs> friends now? Can I go talk to like, my friends? I'm going to go back to my FaceTime. Bye. It is, you know, it's, it's so enjoy it. Yes. That's a great decision because now I'm looking at her and honestly, it's, it's so crazy how they change because when they're with us, 
when she's with us, she takes on this person personality that you guys see on the pictures, right? We caught her during our trip where she's like, eh, and then we're like, okay, Krista, come with us. And she's like, uh, like she immediately goes to that. And then when she's with her friend, she's like, eh, animated. I'm like, damn, that hurts. That hurt. Like it's the face. She, it's the face. It's the face. Like she's happy with her friends. And then when she's with us, she's like annoyed and like uh, sleeping all the whole time. I'm like, who are you? What happened to my babies? Enjoy them because that time goes fast. And después ya no te quieren ni ver. ¿Qué te puedo decir? <laughs> but I also read somewhere, which made me feel a little bit better because there's also a lot of videos saying like, you only get 18 summers with your kids. So like make the most out of the 18 summers. And then I was like, I'm almost 32 years old and I see my mom almost every day. Right. And it's like, I love spending time with my mom. So I think it's, you also foster the kind of relationship that you're going to have yeah. with your kids in the future. So I, and I, and the more I think about that, I'm like, I want to be able to foster a relationship with my kids where they are going to be in their thirties and they are going to want to hang out with their mom or have their kids hang out with their mom. I want to hang out with my daughters when they're 30. Yeah. I mean, I hang out with my mom all the time. And, you know, that was also another reason for me not working is that I was like, my mom's getting older. I want to be able to take my mom to lunch on a Tuesday afternoon so she can hang out with my kid and I can hang out with her. And I wouldn't be able to do that if I was working. And so part of it was also just spending that time with my mom, knowing that at some point, like, sad to say, but our parents aren't going to be here. And so making a conscious effort of hanging out with my mom. What are you talking well. about? They're going to be here forever. Uh, this is what okay. Fernando tells me. He said they're going to live forever. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but they're going to be here all the time, girl. <laughs> well, I do remember when this decision came to me and told my brother, I was like, that is like the best thing you could do for your child. Yeah. I was like, the way your kids are going to grow up, it's going to be the most amazing, incredible thing. To have well, the I woman. Hope. I hope. No, I mean, to have the person that loves you the most in this world take care of you during your, the years that you are being formed from like zero to five. Yeah. It's the most incredible gift you can give to somebody. So my mom's that mom stayed at home with yeah. us when we until we were and like look how amazing 13. we turned out. Look at us. <laughs> look at us. Oh my God. What does that even mean for our children? Kids are gonna be fine. But I, I think it's also like like I think we're lucky enough that Fernando and I like were on the same plan about what we wanted and that because yeah. it doesn't work for every family, right? Like I've I had talked to a lot of people before I fully committed. And there'd be moms that I talked to that were like, I am a better mom if I work. Like, I know I'm not the mom that's going to stay home and give my kid the time that, that they need. Like, like I, am I know a I'm not mom. the mom that was supposed to be a mom. So like, I'm not going <laughs> like, to do mom thing very well. I, I did. I did talk to a lot of moms. And like, I, I think I, because it did take me a while to fully commit. And I think it was also a little bit of like feeling judged, which is like such a strange thing, but feeling judged from people who are like, but why? Why are you going to stay home with your kid? Why are you not going to make any money? And like, why are you going to be dependent on your husband? That And that, I will say, is a little bit still stressful. And I mean, I have an amazing husband who's never made me feel any of way about it. Of course you have an amazing husband. <laughs> we raised him. But like he is, and the fact that like we were on the same page about it, but there is times where I'm like, damn, like I don't work. I don't make my own money. And this is something that I've been doing for myself since I started working at 18. Like I've always been independent. So it did take a little bit of a mental shift to to figure out how I contribute to our family by taking care of our kids. Because, by raising yeah. the kids. But I think at the end of the day, like you just end up judging yourself, you know? Regardless. It's not, no. No, listen, let me, let me say something, Paula. It's, I tell this to my friends all the time, like nobody really gives a shit because everyone's really too caught up in their own stuff. So like the only people that are probably, probably judging are people that live in little pueblitos that have nothing else to do and like I don't care about them. So 
you know, those are the only people that I stay judging because they have nothing else to do. And also the contribution thing, I think that here's what happens. I think like a lot of people, like my girlfriend is going through a separation. Both of them have worked full time. And now the husband claims that he was there, you know, raising the kids because she works a lot. And, you know, he was there and thanks to him, she has the career she has. And I'm like, girl, but like he was working full time. It's not like he was home with the kids. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. And didn't you have like help? So I think like it's, it's different. You are home. You were raising the kids. You're there. So it's very different. And people are going to judge no matter what. People are going to have their own truths no matter what. So like at the end of the day. You do you, boo. I know. I know. I, I just have to. <laughs> and it's, I, I think you don't, something funny that I think happened when I became a mom is that I started caring less about what other people thought about myself, my kids, my family, and putting limits. Like it was better for me. It was, it was easier for me to put boundaries and like not care so much about. Because I feel like I've always had this thing where I care maybe too much about what people think. And so I feel like once I had my son, I was like, yeah, I can't. I can't put that much energy into thinking what other care, caring about what other people think about me. That's what comes with age. Yeah. I think what happens is like, it's not that you care less about what people think about you. It's I think you care more about what you want and yeah. what is best for your family. We always want to get to this point where like, I don't want, I want to get there where no one cares. I don't care about what people think. But it's just, I think it's just more about like what you want. Because people's yeah. opinions will always be the same. They will always be out there. People will always have something to say. Haters will hate. But it's just about like the way that you look at yourself. And this is something that you're happy with. And that's it. That's all you need. If you're happy with it, if it works for you, if it works for the children, then what's better than that? I want to know how you all cope with not knowing the sex of the baby. It's so exciting. It, it honestly. Oh. So, I, But I think about it. And I'm like, that's actually really exciting. Like, I can't wait so for this exciting. to be born. Yeah. I wanted to do it. Well, we both wanted to do it with Benito was when I was pregnant with Benito and both sides of the family, because I have three sisters, Fernanda has three sisters, and everybody was like, no, like, we need to know we're buying dresses <laughs> or not, right? Like, everybody was like, no, we need to find out. And so you I guys think gave we, in to the family. So we gave in, but I think it was with our first one, because it was, everything was new. You needed to set up the nursery, you needed to buy all the things. So there was a little bit more incentive of like, okay, I guess we'll find out. Control. But with this one, yeah, with this one, it's like, we have everything. We don't need anything. We still have all the diapers. We're still in the baby phase. And so not knowing, we stuck to our guns. The hardest part is that I have the results in my email because they email them to you. Oh, you email <laughs> so, so it's just, and every so often we joke, like, should we just open it? And I'm like, we're two weeks away. We're not opening it. So, but the idea of not just finding out like that we're going to have a healthy baby, like how big the size, but like we get to find out the sex of the baby Aww. at birth is super exciting. Like we're so excited. And I've talked to a lot of people who waited and they're like, it's the best decision we ever made. Do it. Just do it. So I think if we decide to have any more kids in the future, we're going to probably decide to not find out. Which you will, right? I mean, Fernando said he was either two or four. He says there's no in between. Based on his science and his research. <laughs> Based on his research. two or four. Based on his research. <laughs> Based on the Reddit thread that he was, he was on. But he flip-flops. Like right now, he's like, I think maybe two. I think maybe we stop at two. And then I'm sure once his baby's like a few months old, he's going to probably want a couple more. I love so babies. We'll babies are the I best. do too. I know. But I think it's trying to figure out, like, do we want two kids where we can provide more for or four kids where maybe we don't provide as much? God provides, girl. That's true. That's the thing that I always think, like, one of the things that I was never on the same page. But, like, I always wanted more kids. Like, I want, I want, I still want two more kids. And it was always like, 
I think as humans, we put ourselves blocks like, oh, we can only do this. We can only do that. Because we, we think with just anxiety and things and logic. Yeah, we get our logic. And, you know, we live in LA. We, yeah. live in a, yeah. we live in the most expensive cities in the world. That's reality. But I don't know. I feel like God provides. And, and you make it work. So we say four. And I tell Fernando, let me just have this one and then we'll see how we feel. <laughs> He's also asking We're me while I'm about the next pregnant. One. Yeah. Like, let me, let me have the second one and then we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I, somebody asked me the other day. Are you going to do another peeling? And I was like, déjame que se me olvide primero. And then we'll talk about the next one. I'm like, I love how not, you're, this... like, you're like, you're, com- you're comparing your peeling process to her pregnancy. <laughs> to, to childbearing. No, just the birth. The birth. That, trust me, that was, that was really, that was really hard. I, I, and I compared it to childbirth. I'm like, que se me olvide? Then we'll talk about it. Because yeah, once you forget about it, then you're like, oh yeah, I'll do it again. Are we comparing yeah. things? I just got my ears pierced and I love them. And I want like five more piercings in each year. <laughs> Does it hurt? Yeah, it hurts. What? As, much, as much as childbirth or a peel <laughs> yeah as much as a face peel <laughs> i was like i gave birth it's fine you can put a needle through my ears yeah, so please, get it get it Hola. well you know paula thank you so and also i just want to say thank you for the patience that you have with my brother and with this lifestyle because it's hard out there and you need a lot of patience to deal with the, the lopez's the Lopez and plan. So thank you. you thank you what? because, I, you know. <laughs> I, I knew what the job was when I signed up for it. So I can't even put any excuses because <laughs> like this has just always been my life. And it, I think it's a great life. And I think we're fine, Paulina. I want I just want to give ourselves credit. Really. We're, I think no, we're good. I, I, I think my brother. Not... <laughs> thank you. Like, thank you for having my brother. Because this man, <laughs> he's very peculiar. So like, I'm like, you need a good woman. And God gave him a good woman. I know my mom prayed and prayed and prayed. And her (laughs) answers are right here in front of us. So thank you, girl. You're such an incredible woman. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I'm like, oh, you got a wife. She'll take care of you. You you got it. You got it. Yeah, we had a a rough couple weeks and we're making it through. Your mom has been so much help the two weeks that she's been here. So I don't know. We we didn't even talk about that. But yeah, my brother got surgery. I'm glad he's good. Like two weeks before you gave birth, three weeks before you gave birth, he got surgery. He hasn't been able to pick up his kid for the last two weeks and he has another week to go i know i was like when was the, i was like when was the last time you changed a diaper he's like i don't even remember so how convenient had to get surgery <laughs> <laughs> he's the best he's a wonderful dad a wonderful you're a husband. good woman because i would just you're be mad <laughs> be like oh. I don't care. Pick it up. Pick up the baby. Come on. It's your fault for not taking care of yourself. The worst part is that he's coming out of the surgery. I'm like over here dying because I'm it's July and I'm nine months pregnant. Your brother's losing weight. His face is looking thinner. He just got a haircut (laughs) the other day. And I'm like, you don't even look like you just had surgery. Like you look great. (laughs) Somehow he comes out winning. Uh, It's for for Nando's life, though. That is for Nando's life. It's so annoying. It's like everything just works out for him. That's why he's going to have six kids. All right, Paula. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Thank you so much for being here. We love you so much. Thanks for having best. me. I love you guys. Hopefully soon you guys get that baby here's text and you'll find out if Yay! you're going to, if there's another Lopez boy or girl. We'll see. Can't wait. Can't wait. I don't know. It's, it's up in the air. It's up in the air. I still don't, I wouldn't even, I don't even know. I've had different dreams, so I don't know. I, I have too. I was convinced that it was a girl for a while and now I'm pretty sure it's a boy. <laughs> well, 50-50. It'll be one or the other. I guarantee that. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> All right, guys. I love you. Love Thank you, you Paul. Bye, ladies. Bye.
and we're back. I love her. I just love her. Me too. Just love her. Like, again, of course, Fernanda would have the perfect wife because she just works out for my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But she's amazing. I love uh, Fernando, I love everyone loves you. It's so annoying. It's annoying, dude. Annoying. Anyway, Inside joke, but... guys. You guys know how much we love our brother. He's the best. He deserves this. He is generally the nicest, all-around swell guy, the most beautiful soul in the world. And I couldn't be happier for him. And watching him be a husband and a father and being so happy makes me the happiest. So, Paulina, what is your pick? We're not just saying that. People actually, People actually outside of our family say that about him. My tip this week, I have an incredible tip for the summer. If you're going to, if you're going to be doing uh, activities outside, I bought the perfect shoes before we went on a trip. I was looking for water shoes. Ooh. Any, any shoes that are Teva, T-E-V-A, the sandals. Uh, six, uh, it's so funny because you've, you know, we've both seen those sandals, Bricia. Los que se, you know, los de Velcro. That are, we have Teva shoes already. Yeah. So Sabina said, mom, why do I feel like a, like a grandma that's going to the beach? Oh <laughs> my God. Sabina is my favorite. Sabina is the best. She was like, these shoes are for like grandmas that go to the beach. And I was like, okay, but just wear them. At the end, she was like, mom, you know how I told you that I didn't really like the shoes? These are the perfect shoes. I'm like, I know. So comfortable, multifaceted. These are for hiking and water. They have the grip under the shoe. They're the most comfortable shoe in the world. Honestly, honest to God, I have one. Krisa had one. Sabina has one. Best shoe ever. We didn't even use the other shoes. Tiba sandals for hiking water. Get them. They're not sponsoring me. They should. I love those shoes. Come at me, Tiba. Sponsor Come at us. me, Tiba. Best shoes ever, guys, for, for any. Uh, if you're going to pack one pair of shoes, pack that shoe. <laughs> well, um, my, my tip is going to be if you're Santa Barbara, the Moxie Museum, M-O-X-I, Museum of Experiment, I think it's Exploration and innovation the moxie so such a great my kids three years old and eight years old they didn't want to leave the museum and i'm like this is, is amazing yeah it's all interactive oh it's wonderful it's beautiful i mean it's all science-based but so interactive so beautiful so many things it was incredible for agustina and it was incredible for eduardo i'm telling you they didn't want to leave they're like really i don't want to leave i don't want to leave i'm like we should get out to go eat I'm like, so then we left to go out and there's, there's in and out. So we left to go eat next door and then we came back to the museum and they were just having the best time. Oh, it was really fun. So the Moxie. It's not that far from LA. So you could totally no. go. Or if you're traveling through California and you want to make a pit stop in Santa Barbara. Yeah. Stop by the Moxie. It's great for kids. Dad told, dad and mom, mom and dad have done this trip up the one freeway. Mm -hmm. Guys, do it, please. Please, it's it's so amazing to see to go drive the one and see how it changes. I my favorite part was from San Francisco up. I think Northern California is beautiful. So pretty. and take a road trip down the one highway. It, you will not regret it. It's uh, it's an amazing experience. Do it well, at least once in your life. Love it. All right, Denise, well, that's the show. Follow, like, subscribe. I love you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey sisters, thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on superromas.com. We will be sending out invites to upcoming events, promos, and super cool surprises your way. And of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore superromas and on Twitter also at underscore superromas and in El Face at superromas podcast. 
Oh, one more thing. We want to hear your super mama moment of the week to share with all of you sisters. Call into our hotline, 424-329-3707 and leave us a message or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com. Very soon, we could be featuring you on the show. Please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured. Much love and see you next week. Super Mamas!